Happy New Year, everyone. I can't believe it. I have to pinch myself. This is the 10th episode of the Her Next Chapters podcast. And it is so important to celebrate each and every milestone. And I want to celebrate with you. I am so grateful for all of you in this community. And so many of you have told me how helpful these episodes are for you. And I want to thank you by doing a little giveaway. So if you didn't know, reviews are really, really helpful because they help podcasts like mine get recommended to other listeners. And in order to grow this community, if you've been loving this show, please consider writing a five-star review wherever you listen to this podcast and then screenshot it and send it to me via email at christina at hernextchapters.com so I can thank you and then you'll be entered to win a gift card. Thank you for celebrating with me and let's get into today's episode. Hi, and welcome to Her Next Chapters podcast. I'm your host, Christina Cole. I'm a mom of three and soon to be an empty nester. I'm also a certified HR pro who restarted my career after being a stay-at-home mom for over a decade. I created this podcast to connect with moms who have an empty nest on the horizon and are wanting to redefine their identity outside of motherhood, which might include a job search. On this show, we'll have raw conversations about our ever-changing roles as moms. We'll hear from women who restarted their careers and share tips for a job search after a career break. So if that's you, you're in the right place, friend. Let's get started. Hi, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of Her Next Chapters podcast. I am so excited to have you here in the first episode in 2024. And if your goal or resolution for 2024 is to go back to work after a long season of caregiving, I've got you, my friend. This is the episode for you. So even if you're not quite sure what job it is that you want to do when you return to work, there are some simple steps you can take to get the ball rolling. Number one, it is time to activate your network. Think you don't have a network? I don't believe you. The easiest thing to do is to try to connect with people that you used to work with. They still think of you in the same way as they did when you worked together. For them, their image of you is frozen in time. They don't see you as the mom at the carpool in your sweats, dropping your kids off with your hair up on a ponytail and having your your Starbucks. They see you as the professional that you were when you worked together. So those are the people that you want to be reconnecting with if you've happened to have lost touch with them. LinkedIn is an excellent place to find them. And you want to go back to everyone you can think of that you worked with who could speak to your skills, your accomplishments, to who knew you as a professional. And there's multi-layers as to why you want to do this. One is to start remembering yourself as a professional as well. Uh, I know for me, when I had spent so many years changing diapers and doing carpool drop-offs and volunteering at school, I kind of lost sight of myself as a professional. By getting back in touch with people that you used to work with, it's going to help you reconnect with that former version of yourself to help you become the new version of yourself. 
So I would suggest you track them down, people that you, and, and just write a list. If you, you know, are able to, if you're, unless you're driving or maybe you're at the gym working out, um, if that's the case, maybe you can hold this, you know, do this exercise later. But if you're able to grab a pen and paper and take some notes. And the people that, you know, just start brainstorming, who can you reach out to and write down a list of people like, you know, all of your bosses, you know, the people that you used to work the report directly to as well as their bosses. And then another list of people who are your peers, your coworkers, whether they were on the same team as you, or maybe they worked in a different department, or maybe they were a vendor partner, um, someone that who worked with you outside of your organization, but knew you in that professional capacity. And then finally, don't forget about people who used to report to you. They are probably in positions of leadership now, and they, they are great contacts for you to be getting in touch with. And, you know, go through and make that list of people, you know, people you reported to, people who are your peers, and people who were your direct reports. And then go try and find them and say hello. And if you aren't quite sure how to talk about, you know, what you're doing now, um, go back to episode six. talks about your 30-second elevator pitch and how to talk about your return to work whether you have absolute clarity in what you want to do, or if you're just exploring, or if you have no idea at all, uh, episode six kind of gives you some scripts on how to, how to talk about that. So when you do connect with your previous colleagues and let them know that you are ready to return to work and ask them if they'd be willing to be a reference for you, they're most likely going to say yes. I will share with you one person who I asked. It had been 15 years since we worked together. He was the executive director of the health department where I worked. And he was a little reluctant because he's like, gosh, it's been 15 years. And I think I might have shared this on an earlier episode. Uh, and I shared with him, I'm like, that I, I don't have anyone else professionally who can speak to my my career because I've been a stay-at-home mom for 13 years. And then he said, of course, I'd be more than happy to, to give you a reference. And then here's the um, secret about this reference gathering. Gather way more than you need. The point right here is to get all of these people on your on your team, on team return to work. And you might only need three, maybe five references that an employer would ask for when you become a final candidate. But I encourage you to, to get even 10, you know, get as many as you can. Because again, all of these people are going to be on your team. They're going to know that you are looking. And when an opportunity comes around, they'll think of you. It's like, oh yeah, I remember Mary told me that she was looking to get back into marketing. This position might be a really good fit for Mary. So they're going to be on the lookout for you. You're not going to go to them and say, do you have a job? That's not really the point of this exercise. Really, it's just activating your network, getting back in touch with people that can who remember you as a professional and having you know their permission to use them as a reference and then you kind of pick and choose. Like when you get to that point at the end of a um, interview and job selection, and you're you know everything's going forward, and they ask you for references because they want to hire you, 
you already have that list ready to go instead of going, you know, oh my gosh, I need to, you know, have someone that I reported to. I don't even know where they are anymore. So you'll have that list ready to go. No problem. You'll be able to produce it in a heartbeat, right? Because you'll have already talked to everyone. They'll know what's going on. You'll have kept them informed. So that's one of the first things that I recommend that people do is, is get in touch with your, your previous colleagues. And if you can, if they have the time and see if you can make it more than just a, a text conversation, whether it's a, a direct message in LinkedIn or Facebook, however you find them, see if you can make it a Zoom call where just a 15 minute catch up or a phone call. It doesn't even have to be a Zoom. It could be a phone call. Or if they are willing and able, and if they live in the same town, maybe you could meet them for coffee and spend that 15, 20 minutes together catching up and connecting and and just see where that goes. But just to make these, you know, these relationships, to bring them back into current present day. And again, it's going to help you remember yourself as a professional as well and really help with that mindset piece because the mindset is so, so important in this whole job search process. So activating your network part two, you know, already you're going to, number one, you're going to go back to people that you knew before and get them to sign on as references. Part two is building a new network. So if that is, you know, joining a meetup group where they go on hikes, if you like to hike, um, maybe it's a, a book club or something like that, or crafting, whatever hobbies and interests that you already have, go and plug in in your community somewhere we can go in person, ideally. And if there's three people there or 10 people there, you're going to get to know all of them. And when they ask you about yourself, you know, who are you? What do you do? You'd say, well, I've been a stay-at-home mom for a few years, but I am so excited because I am going to be restarting my career this year. And I'm really looking forward to being back in the workforce. And then of course the conversation is going to carry on from there. And you have just met new people and you never know which connection is going to be the connection that introduces you to your new boss, right? So building building and expanding your network is really important. And it's just kind of, it helps with just building your self-confidence too, just getting out of the house and meeting new people and, and just kind of growing and stretching and, and having fun because you're going to pick things that you like to do anyway that you're already going to have in common with these new people you're meeting. And the third way to activate your network and expand it and we've talked about this before in the podcast, but is to volunteer. And again, ideally something that you are interested in and using skills that you want to get paid for, but you're going to do it in a volunteer capacity if you aren't already doing it. And you're going to get a chance to exercise those skills, right? And you're also meeting new people and the new people you're meeting and interacting with, they will also be able to become references for you. And it's okay to directly ask, you know, volunteer for a little bit first before you ask that question. Um, but they're going to be more than happy. Want more information about strategic volunteering? Go back to episode three. There's a whole bunch of things that we, that were covered there. Um, so episode three will give you some more ideas and specifics around volunteering and how to create and find those opportunities. Okay. So all of those were about your network because it is so, so important, especially for those of us who are returning to work after be, being stay-at-home moms for a long time. 
So while most of this advice is around activating and expanding your network, this last bit of advice is is a little more fun. Well, it's all fun. I like, I don't know, it's fun connecting with, with friends and people that you haven't seen in a while and meeting new people. That's all fun. But this is fun in a different way. So and what I'm talking about is your wardrobe. And you, with all these conversations that you're starting to have and you're putting your feelers out there that you're ready to return to work, what might happen? And it happened to me. I got an interview like almost seemingly overnight. Like literally I applied on a Wednesday and on Thursday, they're like, come on in. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. So on Thursday, I spent the day like in my closet (laughs) trying things on like, okay, what fits? (laughs) What's still in style? Does it need to be dry cleaned or ironed? And okay, this dress, you know, happens to fit, but what shoes am I going to wear with it? And what necklace, you know, I need some jewelry, accessories to go with it. And is this, you know, the right, you know, am I going to feel like comfortable in all of this? So rather than get caught off guard, it's kind of fun to, you know, do this at the beginning of the job search. You know, again, you're not necessarily searching at the be at this stage, you're just, putting your feelers out there, activating that network and being prepared. So shopping your closet is the first thing. And I would recommend having at least two interview worthy outfits. And people have asked me like, well, what, you know, do I need a suit? Like what, what do I need? And part of that depends on the industry that you're, you're going into. But really the answer is whatever makes you feel amazing, whatever clothes give you that internal confidence. Like, you know, you look like a million bucks. That's the type of clothes and the outfit and the look that we're going for here. So whether that's shopping your closet, because again, I know for me, my wardrobe was a little out of date, uh, didn't quite fit the way that it used to. And, and then it's like, oh my gosh, the shoes, like what shoes am I going to have? This is a great outfit, but I don't have shoes that go with it because I don't own those shoes anymore from before or, you know, all the things. So shop your closet and maybe, 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 maybe go to the mall and think, you know, find an outfit or two there just to help you be ready because these conversations that you're going to be having with your network might just lead to something really, really quickly that you weren't quite prepared for. So this is a way just to have that be ready. And again, your mindset, you are putting it out in the universe. You are ready to be in the professional world again. And you, by even putting on your clothes and putting together that professional outfit that makes you feel like a million bucks, that shifts your mindset and your confidence. And you begin seeing yourself as a professional that you are and that you are returning to. All right. So that was, that was a fun one. And (laughs) I know some of my clients are like, Oh, I'm going to go home and tell my husband that Christina said I needed to go shopping. (laughs) So you probably have what you need in your wardrobe already, but you know, if you want to use it as an excuse to go shopping, then by all means go do it. So again, in summary, whether you are just taking little baby steps back in this direction to return to a profession or start a new one, or you are ready to jump in the deep end and you are all in. These steps of activating your network by asking for references from previous colleagues, by having some conversations with people that you know, and by meeting new people, you know, picking up old hobbies, getting into new, new groups, expanding your social circle, 
And of course, building your network by volunteering and gaining those critical skills, current skills, current experience. Your skills didn't go away, but it's current experience that we're looking for by volunteering. Uh, All of those are going to help you be prepared to launch your career. And of course, you're going to look like a million bucks in those new wardrobes, those new outfits that you just put together. I'm excited for you. If restarting your career is something that is on your agenda this year, I would love to talk with you. I'm creating an incredible program to help women return to work. And I want to do market research first and make sure that I am creating the best top caliber program that will meet your needs. And I would love to have a 20 minute conversation with you if you are wanting to go back to work in 2024. I promise there's no sales pitch. It is simply for me to learn from you to make sure that the program I create 100% meets your needs. And if you're interested, just shoot me an email at Christina at hernextchapters.com. And as a thank you, I'm going to send you either a Starbucks card so you can have a coffee and a treat on me, or you can have 10% off when the program launches. 2024 is going to be your year. You are going to be able to reinvent yourself, start a fresh chapter, restart your career, get back in the game. I believe in you. I know you can do it. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this episode hit home for you. And if it didn't, well, go easy on me. I'm still figuring this all out. And if you haven't already, be sure to connect with me on LinkedIn and say hello so I can personally thank you for listening. Until next time, remember, your story is uniquely your own and your next chapters are ready to begin.